Hey guys, getting caught up on um, OP Radio podcast. And the most recent one, uh, not the most recent one, but the one before that was talking about uh, Thanksgiving and how his dog got a turkey neck out of the trash and it got stuck down in his throat. He had to pull it out. So it got me thinking of all the nasty shit that I've seen dogs eat uh, in life. And I got a great story. Me and my buddy Glenn were out in the woods, right? They're building this house and we were partying uh, across the street. It was um, summertime, so it was about nine o'clock at night, still kind of light out. So the dog kept on running off, coming back, running off, coming back. We're drinking, drinking, knocking back um, uh, Amaretto and fucking probably PBR Talls or something like that. So we're drunk and I apologize right now, um, Creamy Butters uh, of 2020 would never do this, but a 15 year old uh, Creamy Butters from the year 1985 would do this. So we get in the car and I'm driving. I'm fucking shit faced. I'm not even old enough to drive. Dogs right in between us and my friend Glenn's uh, sitting to the sitting uh, in the passenger seat, right? And I'm looking at the dog and it's got like toilet paper hanging from his face. So I'm like grabbing the toilet toilet paper and it's, it's kind of nasty. And the dog goes, bleh, bleh, and boom, um, right on my lap, a uh, pile of toilet paper and um, uh, chewed up shit log, right? Chewed up shit log. Evidently, uh, this dog Shadow had found where the carpenters were pooing uh, and just went in there and just started eating. So my friend Glenn, who uh, 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 is a scumbag uh, to this day, and I'm proud of that, he just starts laughing because I got a shit log on my lap. I got the pooies, the poo in my lap. It's horrible. And he's just laughing and laughing and laughing. And the dog's looking at me all sad. And then all of a sudden, um, the dog shits out its butt. Projectile diarrhea all over my friend, my scumbag friend Glenn. Just fucking like a... Like uh, like that cherry pie video from Warrant, uh, but instead of hitting a girl between the legs with a fire hose, it was a poo rocket, a dragon's breath of poo just smattering all over from from his his fucking face, his shoulder all over his side, and we drove home laughing our asses off, petting that really good dog. So check out the OB Radio podcast if you want to hear about botulism and dogs eating turkey necks. It's fucking awesome. Thank you, Creamy Butters. I love CB. He's a huge supporter of the OP Radio podcast. And man, do I appreciate that. All right, this episode of the OP Radio podcast, sponsored by UnitedHarvest.com. Use the promo code OPOPIE to get 20% off. We're talking about meat, people. Lots and lots of meat. And it's not too late to get a roast or something else. In time for the holidays. They mail it right to your house. It's beautiful. They gave me a huge package of meat. And I've been going through it and loving it, man. I could tell you all sorts of fancy things. Why the meat is so damn good. But screw that. Just take my word for it. UnitedHarvest.com. Promo code OP. O-P-I-E. Their meat is way better than any meat you're going to get in the supermarket. We're talking lamb chops. We're talking chopped meat. Although, Matt from United Harvest was not happy with me because I used the chopped meat for a spaghetti sauce. And he's like, dude, you would have had the best burger ever. What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I had a panic and apologized to him. But then I, uh, I had the pork belly, which was delicious. I had the beef bricket, uh, a beef bricket. I had the beef bricket. <laughs> Edit that out. Oh, that's right. I don't have a staff. So that has to stay in there. I had the beef brisket, 
And I'm going to talk about it a little bit in this episode of the OP Radio Podcast. What else? Like prime rib, all sorts of steaks. I had breakfast sausage and every single thing I tried from unitedharvest.com. Promo code OP, O-P-I-E to get 20% off. I absolutely loved. Do me a favor. If you like the podcast and you want to support the podcast... Forget the episode that you're about to listen to. Push pause. Go on your phone and check out the meat for yourself so you don't forget. UnitedHarvest.com. Promo code OPIE. O-P-I-E to get 20% off. Hit it! That's some big waves right there. My goodness. The day after a pretty uh, significant storm way out east here on Long Island. Uh, What's up, Charlie Lembo? Good morning. Good morning, Lisa Connor. Michael Gartland, good morning. And Britt, good morning. Hello, sir. Mark Drake and Darren Albertson and Bob Jackson. Good morning, Bob. How are you, buddy? Milt Miranda and Vinny, of course. I don't know if the video does it justice, but those waves are massive, and they go way, way out. I was supposed to go to the city yesterday, or late last night, to check on things in New York, and get my bills like I do once a month, check in with everything, but uh, this storm was so brutal, I I was like, I gotta stay out here, and uh, thanks for the stars, by the way, I appreciate that. Scranton, PA, checking in with Ken Jackson, Graham Crawford the fourth. My God, what's up, Debbie? Uh, Uganda, get the. F- we got someone from Uganda checking in. Hold on a minute. Let's say, uh, where's this Uganda guy, Joe Rizzo? What's up, Joe Rizzo? Good morning from Uganda. I'm not there, but I'm sure someone from there wishes you good morning. Oh, okay, you got me. You made me stop this whole thing for that. You son of a bitch. Touche, bravo. So I was supposed to leave yesterday and uh, go to New York City and check on things and make sure another steam pipe didn't burst in my apartment, get the bills, get the Christmas decorations because we said, F that, we're staying put at least through Christmas and now at least through New Year's. Um, So that's that. But then the storm hit and a lot of us dealt with this storm, obviously. I could just speak for what happened out here. Uh, 50, 60 mile an hour wind gusts. It was crazy. The whole house was shaking to the point that we all got really nauseous. We were getting seasick because these houses are on pylons. And when that wind comes a blowing, uh, it, it just moves back and forth. And uh, wow, we all were really, really nauseous. And I figured it, I better stay right where I am, uh, make sure the house is okay. I kind of checked for damage. And so far, so good. Lost a few uh, roofing uh, tiles or whatever you like to call them. And uh, and that's where we're at. So I figure, what the hell? Yeah, there you go. There's water right there coming over the top. You wouldn't last one minute in that water right now. That is a lot of energy. Shingle City boy. Gary Krasinski. Yeah, I became a, a city boy out of nowhere. I was, uh, I was a suburb guy. I was very, very happy being a suburb guy. And then this stupid radio show I used to do took off. 
And then I'm like, I can't do this commute. I got to live in the damn city. And I was scared to live in the city. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was growing up on Long Island, uh, especially in the 80s, uh, New York City was a very, very scary place. Late 70s, early 80s. The city almost went bankrupt. We would go into New York for the day. And it was very, very sketchy, my uh, recollection. Very sketchy. A lot, of, a lot of characters on the street, which I loved because I love uh, people watching. Times Square was uh, no bueno. That was, uh, that was all... Um, strip clubs, porno theaters, drug dealers, and everything in between. For us older folk to see Times Square turn around like it did, is it's pretty amazing because if you would have told uh, us back in the day that eventually Times Square will be the place to be and that farmers all over the country will be coming in droves just to hang out in Times Square, I would have said, you're crazy. I don't even know what's going on um, as far as the world goes. I know these storms were significant. I know we were just hanging on. We had to like uh, pull all the shades down because our, our windows and our glass doors were definitely shaken. And I was just picturing those, uh, those windows shattering, but they held up. Oh, my kids, uh, my kids want to be YouTubers. They're obsessed with the, all those YouTube assholes. They watch YouTube constantly. Um, at this moment in time, I do believe they both want to be YouTubers. Your grandson wants to do that? Yeah, that's that's the number one thing kids want to do. I think when we were growing up, we wanted to be uh, baseball players or astronauts. And these kids today, they want to be YouTubers. Do they like my live streams? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just their dad. They don't give two fucks about what I do now. I mean, they 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 respect it. They like what I do. They understand that I uh, used to be really, really famous. And um, for the most part, they don't give a fuck. Which is kind of cool, to be honest with you. They don't give a fuck. I'm just their dad. I'm just their good dad. I'm a good dad. I'll say it. I work hard at it. You've done nicely, Grasshopper. Tommy Chesh says, thank you, Tommy Chesh. But look at this. Look at the fucking water going over the top. That, by the way, uh, the ridge line is, uh, I just walked out there this morning with the dog because it was very problematic yesterday. I felt bad for the dog, but uh, 50, 60 mile an hour winds. I went outside because our garbage pail was gone. It was flying down the street. I left the house and I really thought, for the first time ever living out here, I was like, I think this wind's going to uh, pull me off my feet. Um, it didn't, but then it was pretty obvious that we wouldn't wouldn't be able to get the dog outside. And then there was a, a little break in the action. We got him out. He squeezed out some pee, but no, no poops. So this morning when everything cleared and I got him out there, oh my goodness, was he pooing all over the place. He made up for lost time. Wow, that's a lot of water. Look at that. You are seeing something pretty significant right now. Wow, I, I, we might be in trouble, and I'm not even kidding. That water you just saw come up and over the top, that, that's almost all the way to the dune. My goodness. But anyway, I'm glad the, the wind didn't take me off my feet because 
in New York where I live. I live near the river and uh, when the wind comes howling in between those buildings, you get wind gusts and over the years we've seen usually older ladies get taken off their feet. And it's always, it's really funny, the, the one time I was hanging out uh, at the side door waiting to leave and the security guys are there and this older lady's like, uh, you know, she's ready to leave the building and the security guys go, I wouldn't do that if I was you. And I'm debating it, you know. I was definitely younger than I am now. I'm debating uh, get, going out in that wind. And she's like just a typical New Yorker. Ah, whatever. What do you know? And she opens up the side door, goes out in the street. And me and uh, <laughs> me <laughs> and the security guards. <laughs> laughed her asses off as this lady was taken by the wind off her feet and slammed to the ground. And then the poor security guards have to go out and save her when they were the ones that said, don't go out there right now. What's up, Rickety Cricket? How are you? Did the ocean vote for... Whoa! All those birds went flying by. Did the ocean vote for Trump or Biden? Oh my God. I gotta tell you, it's been nice. It's been nice not talking about Trump every single fucking day. It's really been nice. I've been using my Twitter actually to talk about other stuff. Talked about football a little bit. Talked about Tyson a little bit. Just other things. It's been just so nice. That's exactly what I told you. We would get with the Biden presidency. Something much more boring. Where we don't talk about one goddamn guy day after day after day, whether you like him or don't like him. That part of the whole thing has been really, really nice. And I don't think Joe Biden's gonna be a great president, so relax. I'm just happy that we can maybe talk about other things with our neighbors and our friends and our family. That part of it I like a lot. Ooh, a lot of hearts. A lot of hearts for the uh, the Trump uh, little rant I just did. A lot of hearts. Good, good, good. No Trump, no COVID. What are they going to talk about later this year? Well, the media will certainly find something. The media had a hell of a run, though. Five-year Trump run, and then a year of the COVID stuff. That's That's great for ratings, that's for sure. I mean, we got a lot of really tough months ahead of us with the, with the coronavirus. I think by the time this weather changes and we all start fishing again in the spring out here, uh, we'll be in a much, much better place. And then, I don't know, I mean, is everyone going to just jump in and uh, get the vaccine right away? I'm not sure if we are. I got the small kids. I don't know what the hell that vaccine is going to do. You could, you could stick the needle in my arm. I'm old, man. So whatever fucking damage it's going to do, doesn't matter that much. But I have to worry about my young kids. I, I would like to see more research to make sure it's safe for kids. I'll take it. Fuck it. I lived through the 80s and the cocaine epidemic. I'll take the vaccination. But my kids... Yeah, there you go. Rachel says, I'm going to pass. Jesse says, no. You ready for live shows again, Brandon Hollinger? How nice would that be? And you also realize that um, how important sports are with spectators and fans. It just doesn't feel the same. When things get back to normal, they better start respecting the fans a lot more because it, it really does make a huge difference. 
And do you think the NFL is going to make it to the Super Bowl? The whole league is slowly but surely falling apart. They're rescheduling games and they're running out of time slots for these games. I think there's a game on tomorrow, right? Before the, the tree lighting ceremony, they're going to play a game on a Wednesday at like 3 in the afternoon. That, that's how crazy the whole COVID-19 slash NFL thing has gotten. Are you ready to go around with a COVID passport? I don't care. What are you going to do? If that means I could go back down to like Turks and Caicos, yeah, I'm ready to do that. We already have zero privacy. Yeah, we, we certainly have absolutely no privacy. Are you kidding me? Cheap plug, I understand, but uh, let me do it. UnitedHarvest.com, promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, 20% off. They got great meat, way better than the supermarket. I mean way better. And I've been enjoying the meat they sent me, and of course we've talked about that on the live stream. But this goes to privacy. So they got, they gave me a beef uh, brisket, and I've never cooked a beef brisket before in my life. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say. Um, Carl's rolling his eyes right now, wherever the hell he is, right? So in my house, I'm just talking, you know, to my wife and stuff. Well, let's make that beef brisket. I've never cooked a beef brisket. How do you cook a beef brisket? And I'm staring at this thing, right? And then I throw it on the counter to defrost. I go on my um, my laptop, or or was it a phone? I, I don't I don't remember exactly. It might have been. Uh, it might have been. Oh, I think it was. I think when I was checking Google. You know, when it has, like, Google for you and all that. I have never talked about beef brisket in my life. Wouldn't you know, it might have been a day later or a few hours later, whatever the hell. Wouldn't you know, it's popping up on my phone how to cook a beef brisket. So all the, all the people out there that bitch and complain about their privacy, it's long fucking gone. They got all sorts of analytics, and I don't, I don't know exactly how they do it, but they're... They're feeding you information based on what you're talking about in your house. That's fucked up. Fucking Alexa, right? The Alexa is uh, doing it to us. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. I mean, when it first started happening, I, of course I was surprised like anybody else. And I must say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I believe, but I'll tell you this. Ever since Carl died, I started cooking way more. And I'm cooking all sorts of stuff. I, I, cook, I cooked a, a pork belly recently. We're making homemade sauce now. We made our own chili for the first time. This is all stuff I never dipped into. I don't know if, I don't know if Carl gave me a nudge from wherever the hell he is right now. I think his soul is just floating around probably in these goddamn clouds. Uh, Carl would hate to be a soul just floating around in those clouds. He'd want to be dancing somewhere right now and preparing a nice meal for somebody. Vinny, you are possessed by the Cuban. I, I don't know. It's just really strange to me that out of nowhere I decided to start cooking more. You missed that show with us? Oh, God. Don't even get me started. I think uh, when I uh, was let go of Sirius XM, no, I, I know. I was really, really depressed and probably uh, sunk into some depression for a little bit because I, uh, I knew I was onto a massive show with Sherrod, McKinley, and of course Carl. And when they yanked that away from me, I was just like, you got, I, I don't know, I, I'm like, I, I'm handing you a fucking massive, massive show. 
but it just shows you how much of an asshole I was. But then again, I don't even know if they were aware. It's probably all those things. I was a massive uh, asshole taking major chances at Sirius XM. I didn't think they were chances because I always think that it's all fun and good. But the day I uh, I walked into Howard's area, that was the day they were like, we, we, we're done with this guy. We got to figure this out. We got to get him out of here. <laughs> trust me. I couldn't resist. You're right. But trust me when I say this. In the end, let me make this perfectly clear. Howard Stern does not have a sense of humor at all. He takes everything very, very seriously. And when he got word that I uh, broke in technically to his area, he raised holy hell. And at that point, the company's like, shit, we got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> because in the end, Howard was way bigger than me at SiriusXM. I lost. Good day, sir. You know what? I'm going to post that video on the Facebook page. Fuck it. Maybe I'll post it after I get off uh, get off this. But, um, but I mean, the story goes. I started Facebooking uh, live with Carl, Sherrod, and Vic Henley. After the show, we would do another set. Um, and, uh, and, it, and it was well-received. It was doing really well. And I started, like, live streaming down the hallways and stuff. So I was on Facebook Live. And uh, I saw Howard's area. I'm sure most of you know this story by now, but I saw Howard's area. He, he had this door that, that you know, uh, led to his compound. He had, like, the space that guy has over there is insane while everyone else is squished in cubicles. It's hilarious, actually. No one else matters over there for real. And uh, look at the waves coming over the top still. And uh, so I'm on Facebook Live. I see the door to his uh, area, and there happens to be a cleaning lady popping out. And I'm on Facebook Live. Like, I, I'll do things on, on, on a live stream that I certainly would not do if, uh, if this wasn't rolling. Like the lady the other night with the, with the sunset. I, I, wouldn't, I would not even talk to her in that way if I, I wasn't on a live stream. And that's, that's important, but some people don't understand that shit, I guess. So the lady's at the door, she's, she's coming out of there, and I said, uh, I'm on Facebook Live, and I feel like I have to now go for it, um, but if I wasn't on Facebook Live, I would have I just, just left the area, but I felt like I had a little pressure. I knew some of you guys were watching, and I said to the lady, hey, uh, you know, could you let me in there? I forgot something, and the cleaning lady doesn't know who the fuck I am, no clue. So she opens the door, and I'm like, oh, my God. So, of course, you got to go in at that point. You're on Facebook Live. I would look like the biggest. <laughs> if all of a sudden I said, you know, this is going to get me in trouble, uh, so maybe I shouldn't do this. I, I had to. So me and <laughs> the video is epic, Vinny says. So God bless Sherrod. So I walk in. Sherrod walks right behind me, right behind me. I think Vic Henley was with us, but I think he was smart enough not to go in. I think I gotta look at the video again. And I start walking down the hall, and then at this point, I'm like, I also knew at this point I was effed. Look at that wave! Wow, that's gonna hit the dune. And high tide was already at uh, what? What was it? 7:40, 7:45, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah, the audience wanted content. Opie, you crazy? I'm not crazy if, if the camera's not rolling though. Some people don't understand the difference. So at that point, I'm like, I'm kind of screwed that I cross the, the, the threshold of uh, the king of all media. Hey, yuck. 
And then my goal was, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to go sit in his seat. <laughs> that would have been an instant firing, by the way. And, uh... And all of a sudden, the security guards, they panic and they, they yell like, hey, get out of there. At that point, I'm like, all right, maybe. Well, no, at that point, I'm thinking, well, now I got an authority figure basically telling me to get out of there. So if I don't get out of there, I knew that that would have been grounds for firing. So at that point, I'm like, okay, he's telling me to get out of there. I got to leave, which I did immediately. And then all hell broke loose with the company I was yelled at and screamed at I'm like oh my god I'm like it's just a joke I was just having fun on my live stream but they didn't see it that way at all and then they actually said we got to make sure that you're not breaking into offices after hours I'm like what are you crazy I go you guys are so scared of Howard Stern you're insane I said I said I me and Anthony and then me separately, you know, when you add it all up, we made the damn company easily a billion dollars profit. Easily. And now you're you're scolding me because I was on Facebook Live and I went into the King's area. Who gives a fuck? No, we gotta make sure make sure that what? I'm I'm not breaking into offices. And then they I think they felt like they didn't really have any grounds to to get rid of me at that point, but man, I was on the clock after that. Boy, was I on the clock. In the end, I swear to you, uh, that was the reason they, they let me go. I have no doubt in my mind, because like I said, Howard Stern does not have a sense of humor whatsoever. He pulled the, the same bullshit in his career. But when it was uh, pulled on him, oh boy, he did not like that. He did not like that at all. Opie the cat burglar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I need to do, right? <laughs> I was being paid well, but you know what? I'm going to wait for everyone to go home so I can break into these offices and find some change. Howard's a tool and can only dish it out 100%. 100%. And then he acts like he fights his battles, but he's he's much better fighting battles behind the scenes. Because if, it, if he, like, talked about some of this stuff on his own show, his audience would go, wow, he's kind of a pussy. Sorry to the ladies, but when I use the word pussy, I don't think uh, vagina. It's just a great word. Their loss, yeah. But I handed them a great show. That show was um, would have been huge if we stayed in place. So then when they finally uh, got rid of me over there, um, you know... I definitely uh, had some depression because I was like, I, I don't know what else to do. You know, I struggled through the Opie and Anthony uh, years for a while there, the later years. Wasn't happy. Finally found happiness. Developed uh, another show that was going to be a monster show, and then they yanked it away from me because it's really not easy to, to build these monster shows. Trust me. So that really, really bummed me out. I don't even know if I would have went back. I guess I would have went back eventually, but um, what happened was then I was just hanging out on this beach trying to get my head together, and then um, Tim Sabian was hired by Westwood One to try to like pump up their podcasting, um, and so Tim called me immediately, and I said, all right, and that's what actually got me back doing this whole thing. It was tough after the deaths of uh, Carl and Vic. It's been a weird run. It's been a weird run career-wise, man. So strange. 
Uh, and then, you know, after after Vic's death in April, I was like, you know what? Fuck all this. What, you know? And then I'm not going to lie to you. I found this Facebook Live with you guys, and um, I really, really enjoy it because the one thing I've always said to myself, and I, I certainly didn't live by this for a while there, but uh, I said to myself, as soon as it's not fun anymore, you got to move on. And uh, I just couldn't do that during the ONA years because the goddamn money was too fucking good. I'll admit it. I was being led by money. I'm not being led by money anymore. Trust me on that. As I keep staring at the stars and getting excited that I made, uh, what would that be? $25 doing this. <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys. Have a great day. Um, you know all the plugs. For real, though, if you want to get a roast, a roast for Christmas, unitedharvest.com. Promo code OPIE, O P I E, to get 20% off. Their meat is terrific. It's really, really good. Oh, by the way, my uh, my uh, my brisket uh, came out okay for the first time. Okay. I left it in probably 20 minutes too long, so it was a little dry, but I learned a lot. And I look forward to uh, uh, improving on my, uh, my brisket cooking. And I did it in the oven, which is pretty much a no-no, but I found a recipe. Uh, the, the dude from uh, Matt from uh, United Harvest, we're like, uh, we're like text buddies now. Basically, I'll I'll, uh, I'll text him and go, hey, how do you cook this? And then he's sending me all sorts of recipes, and he did that with the, the beef brisket. Came out a little dry, but not bad. It was still really, really uh, tasty. So, All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk soon. We'll do this tomorrow. Well, I don't know, because now we got to go to the city today. i got stuff to figure out. You, you guys figure out your stuff. I'll figure out my stuff, and we'll meet back here soon. And we got a special guest on the hotline. Who's on the phone, Ope? Hello. Gentlemen, hold on one second. I'll put Anthony on. Oh, Keith the cop. Keith kind of Keith kind of ruined the surprise though. That was, you know. That's all right. Yeah, I know. It was gonna be fun. I don't like the professionalism of Keith the Cop. Gentlemen. I don't like the fact that he went from cop to secretary. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Anthony, what's up? <laughs> Hold on, I got Opie on the phone. <laughs> what's going on? You're a trespasser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the video. Yes. I've been laughing my ass off over this fucking store. Oh, oh, uh, oh, for a second, I thought you were on regular radio. Well, Holy soon. Shit. Soon I will I be. Said, <laughs> <laughs> I've been laughing my ass off at this story because... They're making a huge deal of something you've done over the years a thousand times. You see something, you go, hey, let's check that out. And then you just trot in, trot out, and shit is done. Like yeah. they're making this seem like the Brinks job. Opie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gate. Well, it's, uh, it's not over. They, they basically told me it's in the lawyer's hands upstairs. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I've never heard that before. And they, oh, oh. And they said it was uh, breaking and entering. They also said that they got to now make sure that I haven't been breaking into offices all these years. What the are you, fuck? Are you a cat burglar? Wow. <laughs> you're, in there, 
I could see Opie scaling the side of Sirius XM <laughs> with a, a glass cutter in a circle. <laughs> he's committing the perfect crime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's got those suction cup things on his hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah suction cup. What the? I just what? look. I don't. I I honestly don't care if I get fired. That's the truth. But I don't want it to end this way because I was saying the other day with me and Anthony, it was like. Fired for saying the mayor of Boston died in a fiery car accident. <laughs> fired because a couple had sex at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Opie was fired for trespassing <laughs> into Howard's area for 10 seconds. On Howard Stern studio, yeah, for 10, for 10 oh seconds. Oh, my God, it can't end this way. That is now, uh, how, they're, they're how, really... is your, uh, how is your accomplice doing? The, uh, she was cleverly disguised as a cleaning lady. As a cleaning lady, yeah. <laughs> That's the other half of the story. It was uh, it was Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really was. Well, the that was perfect timing. Like she was in the perfect spot. She didn't know anything about. She didn't know who Howard Stern was. No, that could have been a broom closet to her. She yeah. didn't care. And she just opened it right up for you. Well, you know the deal. I mean, I, I I go live after the show, do a little post show, so we're live on on YouTube. I, yeah, it was YouTube. And then I'm like, oh, let's take a look at the door. We walk down to the door. Then she's right there. <laughs> and then I go, hey, I, uh, I I left something in there. Could you you know let me in? And then when she said sure and swiped, and all of a sudden the door opened. What are you gonna do at that point? You, you gotta, gotta go, go in, go. right? Okay, thank you. You gotta go. I what? did. I did tell the <laughs> I boss. I can't believe that this is this this is like that it's to this level. I told I this is insane. I told Scott Greenstein. I'm like, look, if if I wasn't live, then I wouldn't feel the pressure. And then at that point, I probably would have turned and walked away. You walked in a fucking room. That's all no, you get. Not even. Uh -huh. Not, not even the uh, hallway. Not even the room. What the fuck, He man? walked in the hallway. Right. Yeah, but the fucking stench of Opie in that hallway. Isn't Voss a treat? Yeah. He's, a, he's a national treasure, this Voss. It's, like oh. it's like when they drink the fizzy lifting fluid in Willy Wonka. <laughs> Stern Studio now needs to be sterilized. <laughs> Good day, sir. I mean... <laughs> yeah, what, what harm did they think was done that warrants this type of a reaction. Uh, it's, it's it's a lot of sensitivity to Howard, isn't it? Isn't it a lot yeah. of sensitivity to Howard? I mean, it's not. You it's know what it reminds. You know what it reminds me of. Oh, remember yeah. in uh, private parts when he went to see Imus and Imus just opened the door and went fuck off. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're uh, they're really pissed off. Yeah, and, and I, I'm like, I, I I'm like, look, I understand it was wrong, but it's also just silly, and we're just being goofy. I'm like, what do you think I was gonna do in there? Right. I took a little peek. You know, people that you know listen to this radio show loved it. They're like, holy, it's like a holy shit moment. And then that's yeah. it. What are you, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's the thing. I never, and it's, like I said, it's something you've always done. Like if you see an opportunity like that, you're gonna do it. Yeah, I, I, we've seen it in the past. It's not a surprise. Right. How many times over the years did you go, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Why does he want to do this? <laughs> usually ended with a Bob Eatman phone call. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking at, uh, I've never seen an English publication like the Daily Mail put out a story this long since victory over Europe. I know. <laughs> this fucking story, it, it goes on and on about this uh, breach of security. They even do Levy in the story at the end. Yeah, I, I I thought I was yeah. o I thought I was over it, and then that th you know how this goes, and then something oh, yeah. hit something hits, and you're like ah, I guess we're not over this yet. But isn't there kind of an excitement oh. when you see it being written about? 
overseas. Oh, in there? If if I skate, it's great. It's great for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The problem over the years is we've always gotten the amazing uh, press, but we're fired and can't do anything with it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, because of the press. Yeah, man, all the big fucking things we did over the years. It is. We got amazing press, and if we were able to stay on the radio after these crazy events, our ratings would have been through the roof, and everybody would have made a a shitload of money. Yeah. I I know I'm saying nothing new, but it's truly, it's like, it is a Led Zeppelin stealing their songs level of heartbreak to me to know... How much? How hypocritical Stern truly is. It's oh, it's I, fucking. That's Carosa. That's Carosa. Yeah, I don't know what this this Joe DeRosa is talking about. I just met him today. Hey, hey, some, hey Opie, I yeah. uh, I've heard some rumors though. Is it true now that Boy Gary was pouring plaster in your footprints to get the uh, <laughs> evidence needed? For <laughs> I I think they're gonna do a whole get smart system for Howard now with a whole bunch of doors that he has oh, to go through. <laughs> yes. What, what was that? The beginning of Get Smart? Yeah. 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 Probably could have worded so that better, but you get the point. <laughs> hey, that was, uh, that was a pretty empty uh, studio over there. Not, it didn't seem very festive. <laughs> what do you mean? When you went in there, there no one was there. Yeah, uh, it was like oh, he's on vacation, and it was six thirty at night, right? See, here's the problem. He's oh, been, he was on vacation. Well, I mean, he's he's mostly on vacation, but he, mostly, yeah. But he was on vacation last week. He's on vacation this, this week. week, so I, I guess I guess I'll know something when he gets back. Well, I'm hoping he has a sense of humor. What's the big fucking deal? In the uh, lawyer's uh, hands, yeah. that's. Such yeah. fucking horse shit. What? <laughs> well, thanks, I, thankfully, I didn't see. I didn't see the video. So you just you walked into the hallway and then you turned around and walked out. I, right? Sherrod goes, "Oh, there's the forbidden area, whatever." Right. So I'm like, "Sherrod <laughs> taking you." So on. then we walk yeah. to the door and then the cleaning lady just happens to show up. And, okay. And I'm like, "Hey, I, I left something there. Could you open up the door?" And there she is opening up the door. Oh, what a great video! I'm watching it right now. And then oh. we go down. There's all sorts of wow. He loves himself. There's uh, <laughs> plenty of Howard Stern posters on the wall. My God. And then I get to the first turn. You could go left or continue going straight. And then oh. a security guard goes, hey. <laughs> and then I turned around immediately. I think that. Sherrod. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> Sherrod has a backpack. Oh, yeah. What a perfect and then, fit. He and then we have left a right away. I, I felt bad that I got the cleaning lady involved. Uh, I will say the, the, company, way- the company did assure me she. She's fine and she's not going to lose her job. Oh, that, they, oh uh, thank God! Oh, she's going to lose I her. I might be fired, but thank God the toilet cleaning <laughs> woman is yeah, okay. Wow! <laughs> the way Sherrod is give, dressed isn't helping her your her own show. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was hoping for some assurance for my gig, but they assured me she's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I did. Yeah, bring, they they assured you you could be a cleaning person there too. Right, but I did bring in a. <laughs> 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 but I did bring in a nice bag of Godiva chocolates as an offering. Oh, I for hope so. oh, that oh. She See, could feed those to nice. her 16 yeah. children when right. she's unemployed. Oh, I hope Stern makes you wash down the walls with a toothbrush. Ah, what are you going to do? If it, uh, I just don't want just put a. They should just put a chunk of the Berlin Wall right in that doorway. <laughs> that really, the, the, the segregation in that fucking building when it comes to Stern's side of the building is so childish. Opie, which water fountains are you allowed to use uh, in the <laughs> building? <laughs> <laughs> But, but they don't see. Look, Howard has all the power around here, and everyone is scared of that shit. So obviously, this this is still a problem. I mean, he's got this massive area. I sit in a hallway next to windows, but you saw me today, Rich. Yes. That's how I prepare for the show these days. In a hallway, looking over Times Square, and I never really got over the fact that I wasn't allowed to, to come to work until he passed by. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. 
It's insane. So this was this was you know one of those. Uh, now so he, now d- look what doesn't happens. Doesn't his fucking does he have an elevator for his car to take him right up to the uh, studio? I don't want to talk about it. Hey, hey, no, oh. just, I kind of liked it. Yes. I kind of yes, I, Anthony. Boy, did I make a wrong did, fucking move years didn't ago? Didn't we? Uh, didn't we do that to Carol Miller though? <laughs> yeah, I, but we didn't do didn't that. We make Carol Miller stay in the break room until we passed by. But the truth of that is that they <laughs> they set that up. Yeah, no, I, I remember that, right. and it was so goofy. It was more of a joke than anything because we liked. Um, we liked any confrontation that we had with Carol if she would poke her head out because she would always say something. And, and, uh, no, what happened with Carol Miller? I mean, there was, I, in the end, I respected her because she hated us to our face. The rest of those people around there right. were doing all their shit behind our backs, but she confronted us, and I respect that after yeah. after I had some time to think about it. Right. But yeah. it got it was getting so ugly that I want this story told properly. That management actually set it up where they said, "Look, it would be better if you waited in the mail room until Opie and Anthony passed by, and then you could go and do your shift." Because uh, you know, because you know how everything is spun. Like, oh, see what they made her do. No, management actually uh, set that thing up. Yeah, no, I, I, okay. I was just fucking around. DeRosa's there too. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm here. That, I've been oh, talking. Shit, I, I, uh, I yeah, keep talking I, I, to you. You didn't know it was me. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, like most of the public. I heard, <laughs> obviously, I knew it was uh, either Voss or fucking uh, Sylvester the Cat. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you knew I wasn't Vic Henley because I haven't told six uh, ten-minute stories. And, uh, fuck it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, Sorry, I fucked it up. You stuttered to a two-second story. Do I stutter? No, I didn't say stutter like <laughs> yes, that. Yes, you did. You no, put an H in no, it. I didn't. No, I didn't. Hey, uh, the, uh, hey, I, hey yo, what's going on? How, yeah, hey, man. I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna see you tonight at the after party for the Patrice thing. Right? I, ap- I, I, uh, yes, absolutely. I'm very, very excited to see you, dude. It's been, yeah, it's been be a cool. really long fucking time. And oh, there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of bridges being mended around yeah. here. You know, <laughs> I think we need to burn just a as, few new ones. Just as Opie gets tossed out of the building, Anthony and I get <laughs> on our first reunion hang. Oh, Look at the love in the room. My God, building friendships of off of Opie's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, could throw, I could throw an atomic bomb into the whole thing by bringing Eastside Dave in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, shit. Well, uh, it, it certainly sounds like you're uh, continuing um, with the calamity that goes on over there at Sirius XM. Uh, I, uh, what are you going to do? I couldn't believe it. When I read this story, that, that 10 pages long, uh, I can't believe they are this petty over there still. I love how Sherrod fucking bolted first. He was out of there so fast. Great <laughs> body language on Sharad. Just he, oh yeah, he knew right away it was going to be a problem. Yeah, he it's, knew there was going to be an issue, and he wanted no fucking part of it. It's like he's been in some situations in the past. <laughs> yeah, he could have been. <laughs> he's in the elevator. You're still standing next to yeah. the stern fist, and Sharad's already on the elevator going downstairs. My own now, Kenny, Kenny looked very serious. Uh, what was his take nice. uh, on the whole thing? Yeah, he knew it was wrong. The security guard knew it was wrong. I just feel bad that I, 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 I don't know, included the cleaning lady in my shenanigans. Yeah, it was one of those things, man. That was like one of those things that happen in a, a movie when someone goes to rob a bank and it just works out perfectly. Oh, like, does it work out perfectly? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like everything else? They get arrested at the end. All right. Yeah, but you don't yeah. go to jail for shenanigans, do you? 
<laughs> Did you fucking just say you're shenanigans? Yeah, I said shenanigans. Well, you're a real fucking criminal, you are. You want me to bring up Jimmy Johnson again? No. Yeah. Yeah, Listen, sometimes horseplay gets you in trouble. You know, Rich? And shenanigans. Do you know, ho- oh, do you know anything sake. about NASCAR? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, let, and, let me take this for a second. Do you know anything about NASCAR, Anthony? Cool uh, A little bit. Do you know who Get Dale, this. You know who Dale Earnhardt Jr. is? Oh, hell yeah. Do you know yeah. who Jimmy Johnson is? Yes. As a driver? Yeah. Oh, okay. Voss said, uh, he asked about Jimmy Johnson. To the, Dale Earnhardt. To Dale Earnhardt, the, the ex-Cowboys uh, uh, coach. <laughs> oh, my he God. He thought that that Jimmy Johnson is the Jimmy Johnson in NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> don't let these tattoos fool you. I don't know anything about NASCAR. <laughs> That's hilarious. 73 years old. Rich, Rich, Rich thinks the guy is jumping into fucking NASCAR oh, racing. You're talking about your clothing. <laughs> oh, my Oh. Rich, Rich, <laughs> Rich, Rich struggled with the name and said to Dale Earnhardt Jr. He said, "Who's the guy that was the coach that used to coach in the NFL?" And apparently, there is a former NFL coach who's been dabbling in racing. Who used to be uh, Joe be the, Gibbs? Uh, Joe Gibbs uh, owned or does own a team? Whatever. And Earnhardt says yeah. Gibbs, and he says, "No, the the old coach, Jimmy Johnson." <laughs> and there was just a fucking dead <laughs> silence. <laughs> Rich then claimed you know, that uh, Sonny and Mario the Godfather and Gretti, was... Mario Andretti is cooking down in uh, fucking Little Italy. <laughs> who, who played... You know who was good as Sonny was Madeline Kahn. Wasn't she good? <laughs> <laughs> I like some of Richard Petty's songs. <laughs> God, you slipped it in. Anthony heard it. Uh, it almost got away, but Anthony heard it. <laughs> mm. Holy shit, that's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, your uh, your facility was quite uh, quite nice there, Anthony. Yeah, I, I, I love the setup here. Uh, things seem to be going good. Uh, yeah, I, I missed, I, I was uh, doing Kennedy on on uh, Fox News when you were here with uh, Keith. But uh, right. yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it's, you know, fully functional. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, how did you get Kennedy? <laughs> oh, uh, with a shot to the head. <laughs> Oh my God! This is uh, yeah. Um, all right, cool, man. I'll uh, whoever's going to be at the Patrice thing. I'll see them there there tonight at the uh, the benefit. You going out? Um, maybe actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be there. That'll uh, that'll be cool. <laughs> Shake your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I told someone it's it's so weird because I I started we started talking October fourth or whatever it was, and we still haven't seen each other in person. Well, I last year during the benefit. Because I host these things, I, I go, tonight we have two two special guests that are going to come out, and the fucking crowd went nuts. I go, psych. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. What a dick. That's hey, Rick, fucking great. Rick, what? They were just happy that you would have been leaving the stage. 
Look at that. I'll tell you. Uh, and I'll see you. I won't be at the benefit because I have shows, but I'll see you at the party after. Yeah. Right all right, on. cool, man. All right. All right. Uh, all right. I'll, you know, if, you, if you're there, I'll see you there. If not, uh, we'll hook up at some point. And uh, good luck with this fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've been through it a million times. You know the deal. Oh. I gotta say, whatever. I'm real happy I'm not involved with this. <laughs> just... Anthony just sounds happy. He just That's sounds happy. Yeah, because somebody else is suffering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking creep. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Sick oh. fuck is getting off on this. <laughs> All right, Ant. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. Right, See you, man. That was <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs>